Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Apple closes encryption end-to-end. Your news update, and we buy some games for Christmas on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for December 10th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Google has to delete search results about people in Europe if they can prove that the information is clearly wrong, the European Union's top court said Thursday. The European Court of Justice ruled that search engines must dereference information if the person making the request can demonstrate that the material is manifestly inaccurate. People in Europe have the right to ask Google and other search engines to delete links to outdated or embarrassing information about themselves, even if it is true, under a principle known as right to be forgotten. Strict data protection rules in the 27-nation block give people the right to control what appears when their name is searched online, but the regulations frequently pit data privacy concerns against the public's right to know. America's newest nuclear stealth bomber is making its public debut after years of secret development and as part of the Pentagon's answer to rising concerns over a future conflict with China. The B-21 Raider is the first new American bomber aircraft in more than 30 years. Almost every aspect of the program is classified. Ahead of its unveiling last Friday in an Air Force facility in Palmdale, California, only artist's renderings of the warplane have been released. These few images reveal that the Raider resembles the black nuclear stealth bomber. It will eventually replace the B-2 Spirit. The bomber is part of the Pentagon's effort to modernize all three legs of its nuclear triad, which includes silo-launched nuclear ballistic missiles and submarine-launched warheads as it shifts from the counterterrorism campaigns of recent decades to meet China's rapid military modernization. Russia has freed WNBA star Brittany Griner on Thursday in a high-profile prisoner exchange as the U.S. released notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout but failed to win freedom for another American, Paul Whelan, who has been jailed for nearly four years. The deal, the second in eight months amid tensions over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, secured the release of the most prominent American detained abroad and achieved a top policy goal for President Biden. But it carried what U.S. officials described as a heavy price. She's safe, she's on a plane, she's on her way home, Biden said from the White House, where he was accompanied by Griner's wife, Sherelle, and administration officials. Biden's authorization to release Bout, the Russian felon once nicknamed the Merchant of Death, underscored the heightened urgency that his administration faced to get Griner home. Rules are rules. 
Animal control officials in Southern California have granted permission for a little girl to keep a unicorn at home, provided she follows strict guidelines. Los Angeles County Animal Care and Control this week shared a letter it received from a child named Madeline. The girl wrote, Dear LA County, I would like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard if I can find one. Please send me a letter in response. Director Marsha Maeda replied with a letter along with a pre-approved unicorn license, a heart-shaped license tag, and a plush toy unicorn until Madeline finds a real one. Photos of the license and Madeline's letter were posted to the agency's social media. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's ArbitrageTrade.com blog includes GABA, weird word, better sleep. Uh, the new world of Twitter... And these games are too dang high, Royce. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog. Available now at ArbitrageTrade.com. Now let's go to the president and chief gamer of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, how you sleeping these days? Uh, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I'm out like a light. Out like a light. You know, I am as well, but it's staying asleep that's my problem. I can understand that. Too many forex trades, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Never we're mind. Sto we're stopping the tape right now to to mourn my forex trades. Yes. Oh um, well. Hey, got to start somewhere. One of the things that I've taken in the past is called melatonin. Melatonin. Yeah, that tends to help. I, I hear a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So melatonin. Um, for those who don't know, it's, it's a supplement that you can. Uh, you can bolster a certain uh, a certain thing that that helps you to sleep. Yes, um, ghost chemicals. We like chemicals. We love chemicals. However, <laughs> that didn't sound right at all. Wait, did it? <laughs> modern medicine through chemistry. What? Modern medicine through chemistry. So our intrepid writer uh, Ari is talking about better sleep this week, uh, and. It is called, um, the, the supplement that we're talking about is called Gamma am Aminobutyric Acid. And if you haven't heard about it, don't feel bad. We hadn't heard about it until recently. Uh, otherwise known as GABA, uh, it's a dietary supplement that people will take when it's too low. Now, hmm, I think I'm going to do that. <sighs> it, it's actually a good thing because it helps with anxiety and mood disorders, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Now, 
we will state this we are not medical professionals nor do we it shoot if you saw me you know i don't take care of myself uh that's true <laughs> i'm just saying so gaba uh gaba is an over-the-counter supplement that's that's it's it's in most drug stores and doesn't require a, a prescription uh and it enhances the catabolism of serotonin into the precursor for melatonin. So melatonin and GABA are kind of linked. Oh, now, sweet. Okay. What does that mean? Well, low GABA levels are kind of linked to sleep deprivation, right? Um, ah. participations, or t- participants with insomnia have been found to have roughly 30% less GABA in their systems than those without insomnia. Another study another study found that 300 milligrams of GABA uh, before bed for at least a week reduced the amount of time it took for the subjects to fall asleep. Okay. So take this with a grain of salt. Um, or we're taking GABA with salt? Take it with... You know, water. And how about just, yeah, water. Water's a good thing to take it with. Uh, I deal with this all the time, guys. Seriously. I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> Without <laughs> research, it's it's kind of one of those things that we don't want to recommend, but we do. It might be a catch to this because there might be side effects. So keep in mind, we are not medical professionals, Royce. And if you're pregnant, uh, make sure you seek out a doctor before trying anything that we talk about. Right? More after this. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The unabashedly liberal city of San Francisco became the unlikely proponent of weaponized police robots last week after supervisors approved limited use of the remote-controlled devices. Addressing head-on an evolving technology that has become more widely available, even if it is rarely deployed to confront suspects. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors voted 8-3 on Tuesday to permit police to use robots armed with explosives in extreme situations where lives are at stake and no other alternative is available. The authorization comes as police departments across the U.S. face increasing scrutiny for the use of militarized equipment and force amid a years-long reckoning on criminal justice. The vote was prompted by a new California law requiring police to inventory military-grade equipment such as flashbang grenades, assault rifles, and armored vehicles and seek approval from the public for their use. 
So far, police in just two California cities, San Francisco and Oakland, have publicly discussed the use of robots as part of that process. Around the country, police have used robots over the past decade to communicate with barricaded suspects, enter potentially dangerous spaces, and in rare cases, for deadly force. Dallas police became the first to kill a suspect with a robot in 2016 when they used one to detonate explosives during a standoff with a sniper who had killed five police officers and injured nine others. The recent San Francisco vote has renewed a fierce debate sparked years ago over the ethics of using robots to kill a suspect and the doors such policies might open. Largely, experts say the use of such robots remains rare even as the technology advances. Michael White, a professor in the School of Criminology and Criminal Justice in Arizona State University, said even if robotics companies present deadlier options at trade shows, it doesn't mean police departments will buy them. White said companies make specialized claymores to end barricades and scrambled to equip body-worn cameras with facial recognition software, but departments didn't want them. Because communities don't support that level of surveillance, it's hard to say what will happen in the future, but I think weaponized robots could well be the next thing that departments don't want because communities are saying they don't want them, White said. Robots or otherwise, San Francisco official David Chu, who authored the California bill when in the state legislature, said communities deserve more transparency from law enforcement and to have a say in the use of militarized equipment. San Francisco just happened to be the city that tackled a topic that I certainly didn't contemplate when the law was going through the process, and that dealt with the subject of so-called killer robots, said Chu, now the city attorney. In 2013, police maintained their distance and used a robot to lift a tarp as part of a manhunt in the Boston Marathon bombing, finding him hiding underneath it. Three years later, Dallas police officials sent a bomb disposal robot packed with explosives into an alcove of El Centro College to end an hours-long standoff with sniper Micah Xavier Johnson, who had opened fire on officers as a protest against police brutality was ending. Police detonated the explosives, becoming the first department to use a robot to kill a suspect. A grand jury declined charges against the officers, and then Dallas Chief David O. Brown was widely praised for his handling of the shooting and the standoff. More after this. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Royce, we've established you're not very established on Twitter, so I don't know if you're aware of what's going on over there. Um, the Elons are coming. The Elons are coming. Basically, the Elons are here. Uh, oh, excellent. Uh, we already have seen him banish uh, Kanye for some anti-Semitic posts, and he is firmly ensconced in being the chief twit. Ah, uh, I wanted musketeers. Well, here's the thing, right? So Jack Dorsey, uh, who was Get the... It, musketeers? I see what you did there. I gotta go now. <laughs> oh. Where are you going? No. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the chief twit, which... which Saying that sounds kind of weird, but it was a, a, a term coined by Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter. Uh, the new chief twit, it just sounds right. The new chief twit <laughs> is learning that uh, running a global platform with nearly 240 million active daily users kind of requires a little bit more than he thought, you know, more than nah. good algorithms and often demands imperfect solutions to messy situations and tough choices, right? What kind? Talk to me. Well, you know, Elon has always been a, a what he calls a free speech absolutist. I almost said abolitionist, but that's not right either. Yikes. Absolutist. You know, he wants to make Twitter a global digital town square. Okay. But What's wrong with that? Well there has to be some sort of content moderation. And he has talked Why? about... Well, I mean, think about it, right? All right, talk to me, yeah. What if, for example, what if your son gets on Twitter? Okay. Okay. Comes across, I don't know, uh, some anti-Semitic stuff or um There should be an hate age speech. limit. But besides that, eh. <laughs> you know, there is technically, I think it's I think it's 13, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Uh, It'll definitely let us know in the comments about that one. But 
Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've seen banned users such as President Donald Trump, uh, the, the aforementioned Kanye West. Uh, the Babylon Bee has been banned from Twitter, believe it or not. Um, oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. Babylon Bee is a satirical news site. Okay. Uh, they were mainly Christian a long time ago, and then they've kind of they've kind of moved toward the mainstream. Basically, they they post news items that are satirical. So, Veggie kinda, Tales for Adults, kind of like okay. the Onion. Uh, oh, you know what the Onion uh, okay. is? Yeah. 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 Veggie Tales for Adults. Veggie Tales for Adults. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so here's the thing. We know that Elon's you know, we, we know that Twitter is now Elon's toy, but he's struggling with what's legal on the platform, what's the lawful but awful. Um and and the the thing is that uh he's struggling with this right now. What, what in which way? I mean, what is the struggle what's the struggle? Well you the, the say struggle the struggle is, is real, but what the is the struggle? The struggle is how much how much rain does he rein in? That's the thing. You know, how much rain does he use? You know, I mean, if he was wanting to be completely free, I would think it's like, hey, you have the right to say whatever you want if you're in America. Yeah, yeah, and America is the land of free speech. More after this on Arbitrage Weekend. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Maryland is banning the use of TikTok and certain China and Russia-based platforms in the state's executive branch of government. Governor Larry Hogan said Tuesday, citing an unacceptable cybersecurity risk to the state. The Republican governor announced an emergency cybersecurity directive to prohibit the use of the platforms, saying they may be involved in cyber espionage, surveillance of government entities, and inappropriate collection of sensitive personal information. Under the directive, state agencies must remove any of these products from state networks. Agencies are also required to implement measures to prevent installation of these products and put in place network-based restrictions to prevent the use of or access to prohibited services. Wisconsin's Republican representatives in Congress on Tuesday called on Democratic Governor Tony Evers to delete the video platform TikTok from all state government devices, calling it a national security threat. 
The request comes a week after South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, a Republican, banned state employees and contractors from accessing TikTok on state-owned devices, citing its ties to China. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster, also a Republican, on Monday banned TikTok from all state government devices. The issue has gained increasing traction in conservative circles. A researcher with the Conservative Heritage Foundation last month called on government officials to ban TikTok from operating entirely in the United States. And last week, FBI Director Chris Wray said China could use the app to collect data on its users that could be used for traditional espionage operations as part of his growing warnings about the popular video sharing app. Wisconsinites expect their governor to be aware of the dangerous national security threats TikTok poses and to protect them from this avenue for CCP intelligence operations, said the letter signed by U.S. Senator Ron Johnson and U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher, Tom Tiffany, Glenn Grothman, Brian Stell, and Scott Fitzgerald. Gallagher last month joined with U.S. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida in writing an opinion piece calling for governments to ban TikTok. Evers spokesperson Britt Kudgeback said the administration takes cybersecurity threats very seriously and regularly consults with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, and counterintelligence specialists when making decisions about state government devices. We will continue to defer the judgment and advice of law enforcement, cybersecurity, and counterintelligence experts regarding this and other evolving cybersecurity issues, Kudabak said. Earlier on Twitter, Kudabak faulted Republicans for not speaking directly with the governor about their request. My favorite part about Wisconsin pup Republicans, we want to work together narrative is when they want to send a formal three-page letter that could have been a phone call just so they leak to press and get stories like this she said in reference to a milwaukee journal sentinel story which first reported on the letter in the spirit of bipartisanship of course evers does not maintain a personal or official tiktok account his campaign used one but per state law was not maintained by using any government device. TikTok is owned by ByteDance, a Chinese company. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. Stick around. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Royce, we're both children of the 80s. We had those nifty things called video games growing up, right? Yep. 
and I think uh, while being a child of the '80s, I also was a children of the corn. I mean, uh, yes, corny things. But yes, you are definitely a child of corny things. I can verify <laughs> that. Yeah. So go back to Halloween, but yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, people are all up in arms because first party third triple uh, A games like. Uh, for example, uh, you know, Call of Duty, um, things like Halo, things like Starfield and Redfall, and the next Forza Motorsport, which you don't know because you have a PS5, but that's okay. Right. Uh, think of it as... Uh, Gran know, Turismo? Gran Turismo, exactly. All right. So the the bigger games are going to be start, are gonna start uh, costing $70.00 next year so that's without the subscription that's just to get the game to that yeah that's no subscriptions <laughs> that's no that's no microtransactions or anything like that that is base price for the bigger games for example the next grand theft auto will probably be 70 dollars sounds like a ripoff to me <laughs> so here's the thing right yeah you know i lived in this for a few years and thank you for liberating me from that i appreciate it oh not a problem <laughs> <laughs> i'll never let you play grand theft auto ever again no 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 the games are still good it's oh just okay the selling of the games that wasn't great, oh gotcha hey so we live we learn so we know this thing called inflation. It's been going on for a little bit. Uh, you know, you can say one thing or another about that. Yeah, it'll eventually pop. It'll be uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and we already see some some recovery in that. We had a story earlier this week about how shipping is getting easier. And yes. that should alleviate some of that, at least on paper. But, uh, but. 70 yeah, a $70 price point, $70 price point as far as the big budget games are concerned. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that we go, well, it's not a big hurdle, right? Um, if you think about it, right? If you think about it, there was a $70 price point for last year's NBA game. $70 okay. price point for that. And, you know... And it's it's relaunched under a sixty dollar price point now uh, for the for the last gen consoles, but yeah. for people who have PS fives like you and me, it's still seventy dollars. Here's the thing, though. Why? Why? Well, one would say development costs are getting more expensive. One might say that. That uh, that uh, you know, developers are getting more expensive. The human that cost believe. of that, you know, <laughs> you, you yeah. know, you program. You know how how much how intense yeah, time, time is, is money. Time, time is money exactly. Yes. So way back in two thousand five, right, sixty dollars for Call of Duty two, kind of had this threshold that that we're at right now. Back in two thousand five, but yeah. keep in mind this isn't anything new. Thirty-four ninety-nine for Centipede on the twenty-six hundred today is roughly ninety dollars. Zelda wow. titles, Zelda titles uh, were above other NES well, games. It's Zelda, hello. Yeah. I mean, come on. No, it's Zelda. More about this on our blog at arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. Have a great weekend.
It's Zelda. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit our arbitragetrade.com Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.